We're back on the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is here. Good morning, Bonnie Mathias. We like to start the Workers' Beat talking about everything from the point of view of working people with stuff you can do. There is, uh, there is a car caravan going on right now commemorating the death of Santos Rodriguez. Oh. It's leaving from Pikes Park right now and goes to Oakland Cemetery. So if you want to do that, you could catch them at Oakland, Oakland Cemetery. I believe that the statue, it was in the paper yesterday, the statue Are is almost gonna complete. they going to commemorate that? It's no. almost complete. No, they're going to cast it in bronze. Okay. Yeah. Uh, July 24th at 11 o'clock, that's today, there will be a rally in, in support of the Quorum Busters. And that'll be at the Martin Luther King Center on Martin Luther right. King Avenue. July 26th, Congress may vote again on whether or not to discuss an infrastructure oh, bill. Oh, good God they, Almighty. They said they, they said they were agreeing that it was bipartisan, and then they said, well, no, we're not going to talk about it. July the 27th at 10.30 a.m., the UAW Area Retiree Council, that's the United Auto Workers, at 2218 East Main in Grand Prairie. That'll be at 1030 on Tuesday. Also on Tuesday, I think that's when they're having the election in uh, Congressional yes, District sir. 6. Yes. Very interesting. Yes. yes July the 27th. It's been a very interesting race. <laughs> on Tuesday, they will also begin a four-day march from Georgetown, Texas, to Austin. That's about 30 miles, isn't it? Mm, I think so. For voter rights, contact the Poor People's Campaign I for think that. If I'm not mistaken, it's 36 miles, which is exactly what it was from uh, to Selma. Selma to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. I see. July the 27th and 28th, there will be the Virtual Texas AFL-CIO Constitutional Convention. Be there or be square. <laughs> I would like to be there, but I didn't get my packet. You didn't? July 28th, and, yeah, and I'm on the executive board. July 28th and 29th, communication members and retirees call voters in Arizona, Alaska, and Virginia. I guess those are key states. To ask them to urge their senators to do the right thing and pass the PRO Act, Pro is protect the right to organize. Yes. July the 30th is the Medicare 56th anniversary. Wow. July 31st, the government's ability to borrow money expires. <laughs> the government collapses again. Well, and because now the Republicans are saying, well, no, we don't, we don't want to raise the debt ceiling. Well, they but, do that. They do that as a threat all the time. But didn't they do it like four times? For, well, actually, yeah, they did it for <laughs> over and over again. Good lord! Well, they usually do it, but sometimes they once or twice they didn't, and yeah, sure enough, uh, everything went to pieces for the federal government. Good god! August the fourth through the sixth is the national convention of the labor committee for latin american advancement and that'll be in las vegas august the 14th is the anniversary of social security and of course the alliance for retired americans will be celebrating that at yes. their at their august the 6th meeting excellent excellent so a lot is going on you can call us at 972 647 1893 august the 6th is also the last day of the current legislative session and, and in Congress? No, in Texas. Oh, in Texas. Yes. Then the, the guys that are in Washington can come home if they want to. No, because, uh, oh, God, they can't it's come home? so hard not to call him when I want to call him. You mean the governor that you don't yeah, like? Yeah, he's the one. Uh, he says he's going to immediately uh, convene 
a second special Another session special starting session. on the 7th. So, no, they will not be able to come home. So, if they don't come home, if they do come home, They'll be, they're going to have uh, the yeah. voter suppression rammed down their throats. Yep. And if they don't come home, then uh, the governor will have to wait a little while longer. What do you think about this, Bonnie? I believe that our side is winning. I think the side that's for democracy and against fascism is is winning yeah. every day because yes. I think more and more people are understanding the issues and taking the proper side. They're, they're standing up for democracy. I what do you think? I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, I, I was telling Jean prior to the start of the show that I'm very encouraged by the, the participation that I'm seeing from younger folks uh, that started kind of waking up last year before the general election, and now they're getting, like, really angry. A bunch of them were on a bus from North Texas yesterday. I was going to ask to you. To go to how, Austin. Yeah, how did it go? Uh, I haven't heard any, I haven't heard anything. They came home exhausted, I suppose. Oh, I'm sure. That's yeah. the way I came home last Monday when I went. But the thing is that there are buses arriving in Austin practically every day oh, yeah. coming from all the major cities, and a lot of them are union people. Yep. And a lot of them are retirees. A lot yep. of them are associated with the Alliance for Retired Americans. I should give a shout out to Jan Lance and uh, no relation. Her name just happens to be okay. Lance. <laughs> uh, Jan Lance and the Austin chapter of the Dallas of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans because they've been like hosting all oh, the retirees cool. that come in and showing them where to stand at the at the rallies and that sort of thing and helping direct them around Excellent. as they go meet congress uh, the uh, representatives and senators from the state around the state capitol so uh, they have done a heroic job That's our fabulous. austin chapter okay and uh, that reserves a round of applause <laughs> I don't think that sounds like a vlog. Well, it's the closest thing we got. 972-647-1893 if you want to comment. Do you think we're I winning think we, or do you we think we're losing? Call. Good we morning. Thanks for calling K-N-O-N. Gene and Bonnie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. This is Bobby Yes, sir. Hi. Do you think we're winning or do you think we're losing on the democracy issue? Well, first of all, you know, I got a tree out here. I'm, I'm going to try to save the tree, so I'm going to go to the root of the problem. Uh -huh. Because I can't <laughs> save the, the limb until I save the root. Mm -hmm. And I was, just, uh, I was just studying the Constitution of the United States with most. So there's 350 million people in America. Most of us haven't read that. Yeah. If we read it correctly, we'll find out that uh, there was people on there, uh, over here when Columbus got here. And True. there's people already here. And America's not a, a country, it's a continent. Not a, it's America, it's a continent. Mm -hmm. So, Hosea in the Bible, 4 and 6, and that my people are destroyed from the lack of knowledge. That means Billy Bob, Jimmy Joe, and all you guys out here, we were, we were brought here after Columbus folder has discovered something. We were brought here, and they don't understand the history. The people who wrote the Constitution was very wealthy, rich people. Okay, you're and, right. And Some of them were slaveholders. Yeah, some of them yeah. were slaveholders. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm talking about. I, mm -hmm. I know people are going to fall back. But let me tell you something. Here's what I'm worried about. It's Billy Bob and Jimmy Joe out here with the guns and stuff. You were brought here. We were brought here to work. You were the one. Oh, you, every time they bring one five slaves, they had to bring uh, a Billy Bob out the mental institution or something. The people, they had just got out after a uh, crisis in Europe. And you were brought here not to be free, Billy Bob. 
You were brought here to be an overseer like they are in prison. You know, the prison guard, mm-hmm. you, know, they just, you just barely above the slave. Mm-hmm. And so when we tell the truth about that's why they don't want their truth told about their, their history, because we'll realize that we uh, we'll realize, uh, like in a book I read all the time, called, called Roots, Read Roots. After the war, they had a guy named Poor Jim. Poor Jim was poorer than the slave. Have you ever read that book, Gene? No, I haven't. Well, read it, please. You're, you're, at, at the end of that book, I like the roots. At the end of the story, they had a guy named Paul Jim. He, mm-hmm. he was so poor, he didn't even know they were slaves. Yeah, he you better hurry. Guy. You better hurry this story. We Boy, have four he, people waiting. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm trying to say. I'm, I, once I, I say the, the guy that's that, that miseducated and think that we, that we are all black people are only slaves, then we can we can change our, my beautiful government that I went to war to fight for because. The lie is what's destroying our people, All not right. the truth. The lie. Thank okay, you. thank you so much. Thank you. And good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Bonnie and Jean. Good Hi. morning. Thanks for taking my call. This is uh, Corey from the Plumbers Union. I've called in a few times before. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wanted to you know, bring up this strike that's going on uh, for Frito-Lay workers in Topeka, Kansas. I don't know if y'all mentioned it yet this morning. Good. Bring uh, that up. Thank you. Yeah, well, what's going on is these workers, there's uh, 850 workers that, in the plant that are being forced to work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. What? And, yeah, this is bad. We should, we should really be looking into this. So they're on strike for the first time in 50 years. Wow. And uh, one of their chief union stewards, Mark McCarter, he's 59 years old, been at the plant for 37 years since right out of high school. He's still making $20.50 an hour. had not gotten a raise in over 12 years. You know, they had a worker die in the plant on the line, and they just removed her body and kept on working. And kept the line. Damn. You know, they've got. And this is they, they, this is PepsiCo. This is PepsiCo, yeah. isn't it? Frito Lay. Mm-hmm. Same thing, PepsiCo, Frito Lay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're you know last year, eighteen point one nine billion in in revenue for Frito Lay, not Pepsi, just Frito Lay. Five point two six billion in profit. Jesus. You know, wow. that's enough to where we could they could have given every employee. You know, in the whole company, an extra eighteen thousand dollars a year, right there alone, and still have four point two six billion in profit to play with. Well, is that a fact? You know, and and so when they sent a negotiator down to talk to the union, they offered four percent raise over the next two years, which is peanuts because they're you know you got guys that have been there almost forty years. That's that's not even uh, that's not even that's enough a, to overcome thing. inflation. Uh-uh. Yeah. And, and and their their reply was is they could afford to give a raise, but they're there to protect the shareholders' investment. Oh. Which means they think these people are cattle. Yep. You know, I mean, even Corey, tell us, knows he's got to treat his cows better than that. Tell us what we can do about it, because so, we got to move on. Well, first off, do not buy if you buy Doritos, if you buy Fritos, Tostitos, nope. uh, Cheetos, any nope. of those products, you're crossing the picket line. You're crossing a picket line. There you go. So anything Frito-Lay makes, including Pepsi-Cola, I guess, Yep. you're saying we shouldn't buy? Absolutely not. You are crossing a picket line if you do, in fact. All right. I mean, the way these people are treated is, I appreciate y'all taking my call. Thank you, Corey. Thank Thank you you so Thanks for hurrying. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Gene. Hi. Bonnie, this is uh, Travis Cantwell with the uh, UA Plumbers Local 100. Good morning, my brother. Are you the guys working on Labor Day? Uh, I'm doing a couple things here and there, but uh, what's what's going to happen for Labor Day this year? I think Dallas is going to have, as long as this uh, COVID thing doesn't go crazy, uh, 
I think Dallas is going to have the biggest heavily attended labor event in North Texas. Awesome. Labor Day. In, in our history, in our whole history. It, it's shaping up to be pretty spectacular, but uh, I, I heard you mention. Also, by the way, I need to know that guy, the last caller's last name. He said Corey with the Plumbers Union. Uh huh. I'm like, is this this guy's in my union? Yeah. Well, if you, you, give, you give out your your number, maybe he'll uh, call you. <laughs> Corey, give me a call. Travis Cantwell, nine seven two eight two one six nine two eight. I wanted to answer your question. You said you hadn't heard in anybody who rode the bus and went to Austin. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. You it. went, didn't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I went. It was great. It was life-changing. It was an amazing experience. Um, I got to meet my representatives. I got to talk to, well, I guess I didn't get to meet them. I get to talk to their, their policy staff, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, you never get to meet them if there's an R next to their name. But, uh, <laughs> you know, depending on what you're selling, right? But you went to uh, you went to see Republicans as well as Democrats, I guess, then. Good. Absolutely. We're, we we have to tell all of our elected officials in our area as a constituent why all these voter suppression bills are bad for us, why all, all these bad bills in this special session. I learned more yesterday at the state capitol about how our Texas government works than I ever knew in my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really mad that nobody ever told me all that in high school also. Good for well, you. that is that yeah. is truly That's wonderful, so and true, I really yeah. commend you for having made the trip because you had to take a day off work, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> I did. I, I I took a vacation day mm-hmm. to do it, but it was a uh, you know it didn't cost anything, and it was a really good experience. And I I feel like everybody should visit their representatives that you know actually work for them. Yeah, are you one of those y'all members? <laughs> I feel like you ask me that all the time, Gene. Uh, I am a member of the Young Active Labor Leaders. That's, that's a scary group. They're the Young Active Labor Leaders, they get out and do stuff, don't they? Uh, there were quite a few of them on the uh, bus trip to Austin yesterday. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. What, what about Angie uh, DeFilippo? She's she's kind of the ringleader, I think. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, Well, she is the chair for the whole state. Uh-huh. Uh, she was... Uh, actually one of the organizers for the bust from the uh, Tarrant County mm-hmm. Central Labor Council side. So we did have a good mix of Fort Worth area people and Dallas area people on the bus to Austin. Excellent. Well, that is wonderful news, and I commend you for having done your rights, uh, your business as a citizen. Yes. And also for being right. a leader, because uh, the young people need leaders like, like you, Travis Cantwell. I, I, <laughs> I really appreciate that. I, I just... Wanted to give you all a report on that and say it was it went well and I think I think you know we really should start doing stuff like that more because union members actually talking to their elected officials seems to really make an impact. I like honestly. it. That like is it. great. Thank so. you so much. I but, so appreciate you going yesterday. I wish I could have joined y'all, but uh, since the uh, convention is next week, I'm going to be kind of tied up, so I'm happy. Hey, I, hey, I won't pick up y'all's time, but it, it was tough, man, getting on a bus at 6.30, <laughs> you know, four hours to Austin, four hours back. But, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was miser- more miserable for us on Monday because we left at 5 a.m. Oh, my God. You know? I mean, it, at the end of the day, I sat on a bus for <laughs> at least eight hours yesterday. Mm-hmm. But, I, I wouldn't change a thing. That's great. Well, That's that is awesome. just wonderful, and I'm sure there's going to be more buses and yes. stuff coming up. 
And you can reach Travis Cantwell. He gave you his phone number out a while ago. If you're a young active labor leader, or if you oh, want to be, you don't have to be a union gonna, member, do you? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a ton of calls about like my car's warranty now or something. No, <laughs> no, they don't listen to this show. Oh, so, you guys have a good day. Thanks, Thanks so love much. You too. That was Travis Cantwell, 972-821-6928, and uh, a leader of the young lab- young active labor leaders. He's just he's an incredible young man, y'all. He he has got uh, he's a techie, you know. You, you better give us a phone number. Oh, 972-647-1893. And we when we come back from break, I know that we're going to be getting a call from my to from our friend Nap uh, from the Philippines to talk about a couple of events that they have going on this weekend. More labor stuff. Yeah, more Good labor deal. stuff. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We'll be right back. Yeah, we're back on the Workers Beat, Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lanson. You can call us at 972-647-1893. I think somebody just did. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah. Uh, hi. Yeah. Good morning. Is this Nap? Uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you decided. Uh, now, well, you're calling to tell us about some events that are going on this weekend. Uh, well, I'm somebody else, possibly. Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I'm following up with the guy who just a plumber and uh-huh. and the, uh, in that uh, I have a well. There's a book review about. Um, K-Y-K-L-O-S productions.com It's a review of this book called War oh, um, let's see, War on America by Jack Rasmus R-A-S-M-U-S a 20 year veteran he was at the top of the Longshoreman in San Francisco mm-hmm. and uh, he's written a play uh, Fire on Pier 22 which was 1932 when the ILW warehouse workers, uh, they're the most militant uh, union out there still. And that's mm-hmm. what put life into the union movement. At what's, that what's ILWU stand for? Uh, IL, well, let's see, maybe it's International Labor Warehouse Workers. Mm, international Longshoremen and Warehouse Workers, right. But it's a very militant union, and you're right. right. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right, and so this book, this Rasmus guy, I've never, this was the most inspiring thing, actually, I've ever read. I mean, and uh, Is this like, a new book, War yeah, on oh America? Yeah, new, new, new. I mean, that's his new book, War, at America, uh, War on, on America. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm and interested he, because I know some of the history of the ILWU. Mm-hmm. In 1934, right. they shut down uh, San Francisco. Well, yeah, and here's the thing with this play he wrote. He wants you to get this play and everybody else, and uh, it's a two-and-a-half-hour production thing, and he tells you, and it's musical, too. There's music in it, and <laughs> and he's got slides from back in the 1930s up to, and he brings you from the 30s back up right to now mm-hmm. and tells you what's going on. And, I mean, you could it would be great to do this at the Texas Theater for a fundraiser. Yeah, what a good idea. You can contact them and see uh, if they'll let you do it. 
Well, yeah, right. I can see well that goes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What, what is your name? Well, I'm Jack. Jack. Grand uh, Prairie, yeah. Okay, Jack. You should get in touch with me, Gene Lance 19 at gmail.com, and we should uh, talk some more about this play. Gene Lance 19 at gmail.com. Anybody can contact me and find out more about the stuff that we're doing. But we got to move on now, Jack, because everybody's waiting. 972 647 1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello, you're on Hello. the air. Hello. Yes, it's Jeff. How y'all doing? Good. All right. I got an issue here. Uh, you go up there to Home Depot and want to buy some wood. Uh, they say the wood price is going down. No, huh. it ain't. It's disgusting. Ever better than the price is going sky high. Mm-hmm. And I got a reason to ask why. You know? What's your answer? Why? Why do you I, think it is? I have no. I have no answer. I just mm-hmm. ask the question. Why are y'all raising the price? So much. <laughs> okay, Bonnie, why are yeah. you raising the price of wood? Well, I didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, uh, come on, Bonnie. It's a nationwide, it is, there is a nationwide shortage. We had a year of practically no uh, manufacturing or building or anything, and now they're pl- they're, everybody's trying to play catch up. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it yep. doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna. May I ask you this, Jeff? Well, is, do you think it's going to come back down? You're, you're saying it. People are saying it's coming back down, but it's not, right? No. Mm-hmm. It's uh, well, it came down a little bit, but I oh, got it a did. friend of mine that works at Home Depot, and he told me, he said, "You know what? We got warehouses that are stacked to the top of the wood." So they've got the wood, and they're just not selling it for a reasonable price. They can't get truckers. They can't get truck drivers. Truck drivers, there's a shortage of truck drivers. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there is a shortage of truck drivers. Okay. If you don't have a truck driver to drive that load of lumber to be delivered, it's going to sit in the warehouse. Okay. okay. Jeff, Jeff, go ahead, Jeff. Okay. We'll wind it up because we've got people waiting. Uh, y'all go ahead and cover me up. Uh, y'all have a good day. And Thank you. Again, uh, Thanks for making later. the point on the price of wood. Thanks. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. We lose some of them. Hello. So, Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Yeah. Um, my name is Nap. Hello, Nap. From Malaya Movement. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I was on your show two, two weeks ago. Yes. You, again, for that. But, um. Yeah, just wanted to uh, share some um, um, opportunities this weekend because um, in the Philippines on Monday, um, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte will hold his uh, sixth and hopefully last um, State of the Nation address. So it's kind of State of the Union address uh, where he will give a report supposedly of of the nation. But um, year by year, the past uh, five years, it's just been full of lies uh, and so people have been mounting counter protests and so and within the last year there's really just been um, dismal deadly really um, um, response to the pandemic in the Philippines right now there's only four percent of the population are fully vaccinated wow. 
Um, and so at this rate, it would take a few years at least to even get any relevant uh, herd immunity, you know. Right. So, yeah, and so um, on top of that, you know, killings of um, 30,000 under his drug war or right. war on drugs, which is really war on the poor. You're saying that um, the president was responsible for killing 30,000 people? Um. Ultimately, as a uh, top of the you know chain of command of the police and military out there, so state-sanctioned uh, mm-hmm. uh, state killings, uh, yeah, on top of about more than four, uh, fifty unionists that have been killed under Duterte. Fifty unionists, so, wow! At least, yes, Jesus. and uh, three hundred fifteen peasant um, farmers killed. Uh, the Philippines is one of the worst, um, next to Colombia. Um, t- um, as the worst uh, country for environmental defenders. Wow. Mm-hmm. So today, there's going to be an event at uh, the at, at Arapaho United, United Methodist Church. That's right. In Richardson um, at 3, 3 p.m. today in person. So if you'd like to know more, um, we will uh, have a discussion. We will also hear from uh, speakers in the Philippines. Uh, who will be sharing about uh, what's happening on the ground there uh, from um, esteemed um, uh, Congress uh, people, progressive Congress people. Yeah, where where is this church, Nap? Where is this church uh, at 3 o'clock? Yeah, this is uh, on Arapaho Road in Richardson. So. Four, 1400 West Arapaho. Yes, yeah. I believe it's on Coit and Arapaho. Okay. Coit and Arapaho. So there's that. And then tomorrow um, we will go all out. This will be the first major uh, rally for the Philippines. So here in Dallas, as far as I know, but three, uh, four, to, uh, 4 to 6 p.m. tomorrow, we will have a rally uh, in solidarity with the Filipino people at uh, Bello Garden um, in downtown Dallas. I think that's. 10, 10, 14 Main Street. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that park is going to be renamed soon. So. Is it Belo Gardens? Is that the one <laughs> across the street from the federal building? Yes. Yes. So it's across oh, the street from the federal, federal building. building on Commerce. And there is a parking lot right next to it. Yeah. Commerce and Main is, is where the, the park sits. Mm-hmm. Those two streets parallel the park. Yeah. And then Field, I think, runs at, yes. the, at the yes. lower end of it. Yes. Okay, so that's 4 to 6 p.m. tomorrow for international solidarity with the union movement. Is that right, Nap? With the union movement and the broader people's movement. Oh, the broader people's movement. I see. Yes. Okay. And uh, you're standing up for democracy in uh, in the Philippines. So let me ask you this, because this this is something that is really bugging me. It's because of what's Mm -hmm. going on in Cuba. It's, It's... and Venezuela, but mostly Cuba, the last the last week mm-hmm. or so. How come we don't ever find out what's going on in, in international affairs? How come the American news media just plain doesn't tell us unless it's something that the billionaires want? If it's something that, that you know that uh, that the reactionaries want, we don't hear anything about international news, especially from the point of view of working people. That's right. Why is that? Yeah, well, I think that's um, mostly because of the nature of corporate media. 
right? That if it does, if it's not profitable, if it doesn't uphold the agenda of billionaires and the state, then it's unlikely to get um, amplified. And so that's why it's very important. Your show is very important, and a lot of other, you know, grassroots and alternative media sources to that um, amplify and uplift the the issues uh, and campaigns of of the working class and other oppressed nationalities around the world so yeah Nap, can you give out your phone number or some kind of contact information for people that want to help you yeah for sure uh yeah my number is 858-729-4849 again it's 858-729-4849 i'm with malaya texas and we would love to get the support of the people of dfw 858-729-4849 if you're interested in international union solidarity or international people's solidarity the way my nap puts it i mean yeah we have human rights violations right and left in the philippines it's really bad Mm -hmm. really bad and has been for the entire time that duterte yeah that guy let me ask you (laughs) nap because i've never actually met you we just uh you talked to on the radio twice now but Mm -hmm. uh I'm wondering if if Bonnie and I could get you to come in. Uh, we're next time we do a fun drive. We we like to have the supporters of KNON come in, so we can take pictures and videos and stuff, and uh, and kind of make the point that you just made, which is that our radio show is important. So uh, that'll probably be the second week in uh, in August. Yes, I guess. I think so. But anyway, whenever it comes right. up. So yeah, we yeah, can call sure. you and ask you? Keep in touch. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So we'll call him at 858-729-4849. International Solidarity. Yes. That's really it's very, very important. It's very important, but it's something that, you know, we've, we, it's kind of new for us because right. we, we don't get a lot of, uh, we don't get a lot of callers on this kind of thing. No. So we appreciate right. you very much, Nap. Yes. All right, you and so you much. can call us, too, at Thank 972 Thanks so much. 647-1893, 972-647-1893. The station absolutely loves it like when you it. call. We like it because, you know, you could tell us what your opinion is on stuff. You don't have to listen to, mm-hmm. to our silly you were opinions. You were interrupted yes. a while ago, Bonnie. You were talking about Travis Cantwell and the use of technology in the labor movement. Man, we are so lucky to have that that young man, let me tell you. What's he done? Well, we actually had our, uh, our meeting, mm-hmm. our D- Dallas Central Labor Council meeting. It was a hybrid meeting. What's that mean? That means we had uh, people in person. Mm-hmm. And we had people on Zoom, and we were all together in the same room. We did both. Yeah. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Jenny Bonnie. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, you know, you guys are mentioning truck drivers and why they have a shortage of truck drivers. Yeah, good. Well, Can you explain well, I, that? I, yeah, because uh, when I used to be a truck driver, I got shafted so many times that uh, I ended up quitting. Uh-huh. I mean, I uh, you know, I was getting 23 cents a mile. The truck mm-hmm. driver company was getting a dollar 62 cent. My gosh. Uh, and, Jesus. uh, you know, sometime I would sit for a whole week, no load, uh, just spending my money. Uh, then, you know, sometime I would get a good load. Then I get it halfway there and they take it from me and give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
you know, they run the truck drivers out of the profession by not treating them right. I see. Now, I, I, saw, I Yeah, I saw this uh, one ad for this company was supposed to be paying astronomical amounts of money for truckers in the oil field. So mm-hmm. when I called over there and asked them about it, well, you got to have this oil field certification, et cetera, et cetera, and on and on and on and on. So, I see. I mean, you, you, you start off thinking that they, they, they love you into thinking that you're going to be making decent money. But when you get out there and you actually get the, the rubber actually start hitting the road, uh, you're barely making ends meet, and you're 600, 2,000 miles away from home. Uh, so they need uh, to they need to pay the truck drivers some uh, maybe hourly or something, instead of by the mile. They need to pay a decent wage. So mm-hmm. you know to justify you being gone if you're doing over the road, and then when you do local, you got to load the truck and unload the truck. You just, yeah. don't, you just can't drive the truck. You got to unload the truck. I see. And if you got twenty thousand, thirty thousand pounds on that truck, you know uh, it ain't no joke. And, and people don't understand that if it doesn't roll on a train, it has to roll on a truck. That's right. If mm-hmm. the big stuff goes on a train and the, everything else is on a truck. So if the trucks don't move, you don't eat. Yeah. You don't have, you, and, know, you don't, you know, Walmart and all these companies, they use truckers. Right. And so if the truck doesn't roll, you don't do anything. I used to pick up mayonnaise, 20,000 pounds of mayonnaise, 30,000 pounds of onions, uh, 20,000 pounds of salad dressing. Well, so it, all it, stuff it, has to move. Just like the, we were talking about with the caller earlier about the lumber. If you don't have a trucker to move that lumber from the warehouse to the Lowe's or the Home Depot or wherever, it's going to sit in the warehouse. Right. And yes, the right. prices are going to go up because it's it's all about supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We had a caller on that too. To go up. Yeah. Yep. This is very good. I, I read an article about this, 972-647-1893. I read an article about truck drivers. Is These are people that drive for Amazon, and this was here in Dallas. Now, the reporter went out and asked these truck drivers how long they had been sitting on the highway yeah. waiting to get their load or to get unloaded. Yep. And it was hours and hours and hours. And yep. he asked yep. them how much money you make while you're sitting here. Nothing. Big fat to zero. They were making nothing. I read that article. It was very good. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. He's on the air. Hello. Are you speaking. there? Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> you're not there? Okay, bye-bye. 972-647-1893. That one's still on the air. Well, we can, uh, okay. We don't know. Sometimes, sometimes they, they don't say anything. Maybe they're shy. Jim. I asked one of my good friends the other day. She she wanted to do some radio with me, you know, and she said, no, that, that is not my forte, she said. Well. Well, whose forte is it? Yours and mine. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yours and mine. 972-647-1893. <laughs> it ain't nobody's forte, folks. It well, is. it's just us. I'll, right. I'll teach you a lesson. Sense. Best lesson I ever learned. This guy taught me. It's just work. Yeah. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Wow. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Hey, Hi. brother. How are you? Glad to hear from you. I enjoy y'all coming through than uh, the guy that's truck driver. Mm-hmm. I had two brothers used to drive truck. Mm-hmm. One drove Walmart about twenty some years, and he finally let him start driving truck. Did uh, did he have the same complaint that that guy had? He said there's so much downtime that yeah, you don't get paid yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my brother was all alone. 
I think he had a little number from Lipton, Texas, to uh, uh-huh. Santa Monica, California. I see. And when he got unloaded, he said he paid out there three days before he got another load. He probably had another load coming back to Texas. He paid three days before he got another load coming back to Texas. Uh-huh. Did, they, did they even pay his motel bill? No, he slept in the, in, in the cab. Oh, no. He had to sit in the cab for three days waiting Jeez. waiting to get a load. See? Yeah. And see. people wonder why people don't want to be a truck he driver. They Well, there's a lot of people that ought to join a union, and uh, that, that sounds like one of them right there. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of unions... Is that guy in Crystal Plant in this area in the war? I don't know. I don't know. I know on the on the I saw is is in Freeport. I see. But back in the day, they had salt and fish plants all over the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people used to make a better living than they can make now because the corporations kind of own everything. We appreciate yeah. you calling. You can call us, too. Thank you, sir. Thank 972-647-1893. you. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. This is Renee. Good morning, Renee. Good morning. I almost missed y'all. My car just controlled and went to an estate sale, and I almost blocked. I hate when that happens, don't you? They see that sign and they just go automatically. It's it's that crazy car thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just wanted to uh, tell y'all, I just got off of work. I have a new client. My client passed away. I've been with her for a year, so it's bittersweet. I know she's still the but I'm going to miss her presence. I'm still doing what I do. And I heard y'all say after I hung up, how the people do that. It's the late love. Because I help them stay safe at night. I set my phone. I do some napping, but I set my phone to wake up and check on them, make sure they're okay. And I get so much gratitude. The families are grateful. A whole lot more than I got when I was an educator. Well, I hope you got. I hope you got another job lined up. What? Oh yeah, I'm already working. I worked last night. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah, my oldest took care of that, but uh, I'm gonna meet with her daughter and. The thing. Her daughter and I are in the same sorority. We didn't find it out until after she had visited here twice and got to see each other face to face. That's just the same sorority, the same chapter. She's a, year, a couple years ahead of me. Doesn't the God does things like that? It was God ordained for me to take care of her mom. Of course, you almost start blubbering in the minute. So it was a labor of love. I love that lady. She belongs to me. 98th, a pistol. But I love taking care of it. So what I do is labor above, and it can be satisfactory. After leaving the classroom, I think of it. All right. I'm going to give it to retired uh, people because actually now uh, TSCA is still so school-oriented that they're not doing a whole lot. I think they're afraid to be, be too vocal. Yeah. They're too political. So I'm going to give it to retired educators and the retired people here in Texas and get get involved politically because it's important to me that we vote and just well, you, I just say it because I don't I, I, I don't care about being ostracized governor hot wheels and no brain out of office. That's my You go girl. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Renee. We got it we're up against a hard break. Thank you. We'll be right back.
Monday. We're back on the Workers' Beat. This is Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. I want to tell Renee really quick, you need to join the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans because I promise you, you will be politically active. The Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, and I happen to be the president. Yes. You can call them. You can reach me at GeneLance19 at gmail.com. And Lance is spelled funny. It's L-A-N-T-Z Tango Zulu instead of the other way. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. We do have some good news. We have to take a call a little first. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Yeah, you're Hello. here. Hello, Gene and Bonnie. Hi. Uh, on them drives, be sitting out there on the side road. They get what they call a demudge. After you got to give the first three hours. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. The first, three, the first three hours is free. I've been driving these things since uh, 72. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they, 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 they let you go three hours and you don't get anything for it, right? That's right. That's horrible. That's three hours at both yeah. ends of the trip, too, isn't it, Bonnie? That is. Yeah. Yep. That's horrible. And where you go, and where you go, you have a demand. And you have to sit and wait. Yeah, give up three hours. And, and you wonder why people don't want to be a truck driver. Yeah, I see. Thank you so much <laughs> for letting you. us know. Thank you very much. That's right. 972. Six four seven one eight nine three. I want to get got to get this good news in. Okay. The, the United Food and Commercial Workers Woo-hoo! have won a major organizing drive in Waco. I read that. at Pilgrim's Pride facility. Congratulations! Go Chip! Go Chip Serrano! Chip Woo-hoo! Serrano is one of the organizers. And so Johnny, Johnny Rodriguez, the president, went down there, too. That's awesome. I know, because I've been calling them, and you can't reach them because they were in Waco in all Waco, this time. Waco, right. But they won a, they <sighs> overwhelmingly voted to join the United Food and Commercial yes. Workers. Yes. And they will be bargaining for a contract, and I hope we hear about that. Because nowadays, when you organize, that's just the first step. Yeah. Then you got to face the, the, the anti-union laws <sighs> in America. That keep you from getting that first contract. That's why we need the PRO Act. We need it now. How does that work, Bonnie? Well, it's protect the right to organize. It mm-hmm. gives the company a set time that they must bargain for a contract. They and so can't, they can't just stall forever. Yeah, they can't just say, oh, yeah, we'll get to that and put it off, put it off. They actually have a set time that they have to sit down and bargain a collective mm-hmm. bargaining agreement. Because the way it works now is the company usually stalls and stalls and stalls and stalls, and the government lets them. Yeah. Because there's no, there's uh, the the National Labor Relations Board has been stripped uh, of its power mm-hmm. uh and i know that according to marty walsh secretary of labor marty walsh they're working on it so the I pro act hurry. is the, the number one issue for for american labor yes for american working families i don't mean just unions and i can congratulate mariah warwick of dallas county and angie de filippo of tarrant county because they they not only not only did they take a bus to austin yesterday but they also went up to the senators and delivered a bunch of petitions and and postcards and stuff that's awesome. both during uh, last week that is so awesome yeah 972-647-1893 i say we're winning i say we're winning against jim crow now, Jim Crow is trying to come back, uh, especially on the election stuff, and pr- oppressing 
people, oppressing truck drivers, as yeah. we have been discussing, but oppressing other worker working people, trying to keep wages down, cutting off, the governor actually cut off people's $300 yeah. supplementary unemployment because he's trying to starve them into working for nothing. He's just horrible. Well, he's a horrible human being. He's not the only one. There's several other states. No, but he's the one states. that affects us every day. Several, several others did it, oh too, God. and it's really, really bad. We so, have got to so, uh, so what's going on is that working families are being pushed down, 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 and down. And here's some really, really bad news. Because I had, <laughs> we had brought this up before. But life expectancy for Americans, the latest, the latest figures, say that life expectancy for Americans fell one and a half years yep. in 2020. So in other words, if you expected to live to be 72, well, you better start thinking about 70 and a half because you done lost one and a half years during the pandemic. But that, that's not the worst part of it. If you happen to, <laughs> no, be, wait, if you happen to have a little bit darker skin than everybody else, yep. You 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 lost three years. Jesus. So blacks and Latinos lost three years off of their life expectancy, and that's not the worst of it. The worst of it is not being wealthy. If you're poor, your life expectancy will be nine years oh. less, and this is actually better than it was last time we got these figures because oh it was boy. eighteen years then. Jesus. Nine, being wealthy adds nine years to a healthy life expectancy a life free from disability and pain, according to transatlantic research. This is in the whole world, I guess. And that came from The Guardian. It's not wow. stuff. We don't make this stuff up. No. We no. get it from different news sources, but we don't make this stuff up. So losing life expectancy, is a, that is a real tragedy. You are not going to live nine years as long as rich people are. That's that's what it comes down to. 972-647-1893. The Texas Democrats that are in Washington have pledged that they will not return before August. Now, Bonnie says they're going to stay out beyond August. Well, right? if, if the governor calls an, a subsequent special session. Another special session. Yes, a, a new, another special session. If he begins it... The day after this one ends, they can't come home. I see. Here's some bad news. Some more bad news. <laughs> this well, is the darkest hour in radio. <laughs> we have that. We have that reputation. We have that effect on folks. In a, tri in a trio of cases, this is these are Supreme Court cases. Oh. One of them was called Shelby County versus Holder in mm. 2013, mm -hmm. Abbott versus Perez in 2018, mm -hmm. and Bernovich versus DNC in 2021. The Supreme Court drained nearly all of the life out of the voters' rights yep, statute that's that right. was passed in 1965. That's right. A major accomplishment of the civil rights movement, and it just proves to, proves what I say all the time, that you cannot win anything permanently as long as the same people are still in charge. You can win a victory, but they'll try to take it back right away. Yep, and so we, right. got, we won the voters' rights statute, yes. and we had, for example, Texas 
had federal supervision. Every time they tried to make it harder to vote, they were under federal supervision. Well, now there's no supervision, and look what they're trying to do. The Supreme Court took that away. Oh, and they gosh. have been gutting uh, the... Uh, Republicans the, should not be allowed to do anything without supervision. <laughs> because it seems to me that they just kind of screw things up. Well, here's what they want to do now. They want to re-audit all of the Texas votes in 2020. Oh, did yeah. anybody tell them that they won? Because oh, and did they did they happen to mention that the Republican Secretary of State mm -hmm. said after the 2020 election it was the most safe, secure election in the history of Texas. So he said that. He said that, and now these idiots, no, I don't think he's right. I think we should recount it. So okay, what are you going to do if a bunch more Democrats win when you, uh, oh, wouldn't that just be a damn shame? Well, what it all comes <laughs> down to is that they are trying to wreck democracy. They want to destroy to wreck it. the whole That's idea it. of people being able to vote. This has been going on ever since the Civil War when black people first got yeah. the right to vote, yeah. that they are trying to make sure that especially dark-skinned people don't get to vote. That's right. The number is 972-647-1893. If you would like to call and get your opinion Tennis. into all of this stuff, you don't have Tennis. to listen to ours. There's a nationwide fight for the right to organize. There's a nationwide fight for the right to keep voting, to save our democracy. And I can plug you in if you contact me at genelance19 at gmail.com. What, Bonnie? Yeah, he, Gene knows. Uh, if, uh, you know, there's a, speaking of that, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of dallasjusticenow.org? Mm, go ahead. What about it? Huh. Well, they're sending out a pretty nasty letter. Oh. Uh, so one of these phony deals. Huh? Well, you know, it seems uh, one of my organizer friends has never heard of him, and he's got his ear to the ground uh, in Dallas, so he's doing some uh, some research. Nasty letters delivered to, to white families in Highland Park via FedEx, mm -hmm. telling them that we know you're white, and we think that, you know, you're privileged and that you should sign this pledge saying that you will not send your children to any Ivy League school or any school that's rated in the top 50 in the country and try to, you should, you should make your whiteness count for something. Is that a fact? Yeah. You know, that's really not the way to gain friends. By, you know, sending somebody a FedEx letter telling them that we know you're white, but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, that's how, what? That's not how you make friends. If you want to call us, you better hurry because we only have a few more minutes. 972-647-1893. Uh, you know, come on, folks. And I, 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 we, that is not the way you work together. It's okay, true. it's just not the way you do it. It's the anti-way of working. Uh, yeah, together. exactly, because you have no idea the lady that you sent that letter to is not only an attorney, but she's a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And, yes, she lives on Beverly Drive in Highland Park. Is that a fact? Are y'all crazy? Are Minim you just crazy? Minimum wage workers could not afford a two-bedroom apartment nope. anywhere in America. Nope. If, That's you, right. if you're a minimum wage worker, you cannot afford to sleep anywhere. That's right. Because you cannot afford an apartment. 
972-647-1893. And we talked about international news. We don't, you don't get this kind of stuff. No. And we're just, just Bonnie and I are just starting to experiment with international news because right. we don't we don't get it any more than you do. You have to really look for you it. Have to, you have to search for it. I got this from <laughs> Telesur, which is, uh, you can find it on on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you can't get it on radio or television. Al Jazeera America also. Yeah. Al Jazeera, that's the Arab one. Right. Telesur of South America. 75% of the vaccines in the world are in only 10 countries. So there's, so everybody else, uh, what we used to call the third world, the non-industrialized world, they're not getting vaccinated because they don't have any vaccines. Well, the Philippines, 4% of the people in the Philippines are vaccinated. And and it's going up here. Here. Oh, my gosh, because we have covid and mask holes. <laughs> What's a covid A covid is somebody who thinks it's a joke, who thinks it's political. Uh, there, a woman just wrote uh, an op-ed for the New York Times. She's a nurse. Mm-hmm. And as she's intubating this young man, he is begging her for a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And she has to tell him, it's too late, baby. It's too late. You already got COVID. And now if the guy's intubated. He's 37 years old. I don't know if he lived or died. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. But you can't. This is not political. This is not fake. This is not phony. If you have friends, if you love them, get vaccinated and make sure they get vaccinated. COVID cases have tripled in Dallas County see, over the see, past month. And that was as of the 21st. See what's happening? And Alliance AFT, the teacher's hall, has has decided to keep its offices closed. They're not going to reopen. Yeah. Consequently, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and other meetings will have to find someplace else to meet yeah. or go back to meeting on Zoom just at, well, the way we did all the way through the pandemic. At this point in time, folks, uh, the way that the cases are going it's the reason why we're having our Texas AFL-CIO convention virtually is because the hotel wanted us to confirm that we would be there four months ago. I see. Nobody me, knew what was going to happen. Let me ask you this one, Bonnie, because you're a Communication Workers of America I member. Am. Yes. AT&T said that mm-hmm. they were not going to give any money to people who were against democracy. And then they <clears> turned around and donated $100,000 to Governor That's Abbott right. on See? the same day that he vowed to pass voting restrictions. There you go. I got that from Dallas Observer. There you go. Do you think, what do you think of that? I think that AT&T is crazy. <laughs> and they're just like, they're no better than any other company out there they need to walk the walk talk the talk stop being hypocrites we gotta go bonnie say goodbye goodbye bonnie